Yo, what up? We back. BGPOV in the building. Trash. That's not trash. That's, I mean, that's it right there. It's your girl, B. Nicole. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. She off a of PTO, y'all. She back. I'm here with my girl, Dubcat. What it do? What, wait, what is it? What did the um, Kawhi say? What it do, baby? No, that's not what, what he it do, baby. What it do, yeah. baby? That's what he said. That's what Kawhi finds himself said with them braids. You think Kawhi can? Yes. Sometimes he is, and then sometimes he looks like he became even cuter when he won that ring. Okay. Did he though? I feel like yeah, he you know that's, you know that's usually how it goes. Okay. 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 But yes, how was your week, honey? How was your last week without me? We missed you. I really, 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 really would have loved your input on the whole Dame and Jay-Z conversation. Um, Oh, yeah. Because I know that you're a big fan of Jay. Mm -hmm. And um, that would have been awesome to to hear your perspective of what you thought. And um, But it was cool. Me and Coco, we had a good time. Good for y'all. But I still miss you. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Okay. I miss you. Okay, Air Hall. <laughs> but to get started, let's go. Tea time. Tea time. All right. So first, you know, I didn't even know what to entitle this. Just just Lunas it. Like he just <laughs> he, he he is him. Um, but to add some content, I didn't watch the BT Awards. I didn't even know. First of all, I don't watch the BET. The fact that people still watch this throws me. But he did a performance, and this is what was interesting about it. So he did a a, a tribute, or I guess a rendition of Michael Jackson's um, "Do You Remember the Time?" Mm-hmm. Do you remember the time? So then, at the end of it, he does a kiss with the guy. Was it just one guy, or was it two? I don't. I remember I watched the clip a little bit, but I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I seen one clip with, with one guy, so I'm going to just say it was one guy. Okay. So he does this deep kiss with this guy, and I think they said it lasted for five seconds. I don't know. And so you already know the internet went crazy. Whether it was for, I've seen so many people going crazy for, I've seen so many people going against it. Um, and then the fact that it was this tribute to Michael Jackson's song, um, they were upset. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> so, let me just say this. Um, being a fan of Michael Jackson, um, I love Michael Jackson. Um, I have his albums. Um, I don't think it was any disrespect towards Michael Jackson, honestly. Um, I didn't care about the kiss. Um, I don't care about the kiss. I did see the clip that you sent with the, um, I'm assuming he's gay. I think he's gay. That was going on and saying it was too much exposing the kids and all the other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure that is an argument about being children being exposed to um, gay kisses and stuff like that, which I find that whole topic interesting. But my this is my whole thing. People give Little Nas X a hard time, right? 
And they always want to say, you know, you had Old Town Road, you had this and you had that. And he, he has always been like, Old Town Road was about me cheating on somebody and taking drugs. And you let your children do the dope do and, and everything else to this song. I mean, even they have a kids' bop version of it. And y'all trying to chastise, chastise, chastise him as if he is responsible for taking care and raising your children. I want to know if the same people that had issue with Little Nas X kissing that dude on stage, did you have issue with um, Megan Thee Stallion pop locking and dragging on stage? Or was that okay and appropriate for children? Just let me know. Like, what are we, like, how we leaning? What we doing? <laughs> but what do you think? I think it's, so, here's my thing. So, to the, address the guy, what I love is when members of the LGBTQ community comes out and lets the heterosexual people know that they're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Because so many times, as soon as the straight community, what I don't even know what to call y'all. The straight community? <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what to call, like, just heterosexuals. There you go. Every time they, every time they say something, every time they disagree with the LGBT community, everybody goes into this homophobic rage. Oh, you're just homophobic. You're homophobic. So I, I love when people from that community say, no, this ain't homophobic. That is too much. And I always appreciate that because somebody got to stand up and say everything that straight people come out their mouth and say don't mean that, that they're homophobic. Okay. What I can say is the kids didn't bother me, but I'm 34. Right? All right. I've seen worse than that. So, um, it, it didn't bother me, but at the same time, BET, that award show came up, what, 8, 9 o'clock? Your kids shouldn't have been watching it anyway. Your mm-hmm. kids shouldn't have been watching um, Lil Nas X, Kiss Nobody. They shouldn't have been watching Mad the Salian Twerk. And I remember I, whatever re- award show that was that, um, or excuse me, award show that was that Cardi and Megan was grinding on each other on stage or some crazy shit like that. That's too much. Like, I mean, all of it is too much. When Madonna kissed Britney Spears, that was too much. All of it. If when like to me, not not that being too much for us because we're grown. Right. Right. That being too much for children. I don't care if it's heterosexual people doing it. I don't care if it's homosexual people doing it because all of it is influential to kids and the example I got is when we were kids, their kids was going to school, humping each other, pretending to smoke cigarettes. I remember it was a kid who used to steal his mama's papers and pull grass up from the to ground and roll it up because you don't seen somebody do it. You see what I'm saying? So it's this narrative that they try to push like, oh, this doesn't influence kids. Everything influences kids. And we see it in their everyday life. Kids will start cussing. Why? Because they don't heard somebody else do it. They feeling on each other and helping each other. Why? Because they don't seen other people do it. They doing shit that only grownups would do. Why? Because they don't seen somebody do it. So saying that 
um, that's influential to them. And people are like, oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. But that's influential to them. The shit that heterosexual people do is, um, is influential to them. Like all of it is. We have to be mindful of what we do, period, in front of children, whether we gay or straight. Now, I can agree with that. Lil Nas X, like, I didn't even, <laughs> that's funny because I did not know Old Town Road was about that. But that is a grown man. He can do whatever he want to do. He can say whatever he want. Yes. Exactly. It's your, it's your job to police your children. Right. That's, that's my whole thing. It's just like, like my aunt, and this is when it was like this old school, new school type of situation. We were having this conversation. I think, was it the Grammys? With America? Anyways, when Meg and Cardi was doing all that mess together. Mm-hmm. And um, my aunt, like specifically my mom, my dad's older sister, she has grandkids who are like teenagers. So they were there, I think, and they were trying to watch it or something. And, um, you know, my aunt trying to be hip, you know. <laughs> And she basically was just like, she thought it was disgusting. She thought that it was too much. And she was just like that, um, that she, that basically Cardi and Meg should kind of like try to be like role models. And my whole argument was like, that's not their responsibility. That's not, that's not up. That's not up to them for them. They should, they, as artists, they shouldn't be policed or they shouldn't police themselves or their artistry to be palatable for little kids. I mean, it's one thing if they are like performers and they are performing for a younger group of children, right? If they are, if their audience are kids, that's different. But if these are grown women whose target audience are adults, they shouldn't have to police whatever they want to do to be role models for somebody else's children. Like I don't, and and the same thing applies to Little Nas X. Like he should be able to do whatever it is that he wants to do as an artist. And as a parent, you should be saying if you want your child to watch it or you do not. And if you do not, then you need to do a better job of policing what it is that they're watching. Don't award shows are appropriate at any time. At any time. I was just about to say that. Like, you never know what they're going to pull out on those award shows. I mean, the craziest things have happened. Yes. The craziest things have happened. But what I do is I guess to offer like a pushback is the saying that goes with great power um, comes great responsibility. She said that too. My aunt said that same thing. She did. Yes. I, I, and I didn't like it then, but go ahead. No, I mean, I feel like this. I, I agree that they're artists, you know what I'm saying? They're delivering their art and, and, and I love it. Like I, I love me some Cardi. I love me some Meg, but like I said, I'm grown. I, I think that parents, well, what people want them to do, I guess I should say, what people want them to do is to be mindful that kids is watching. But what I want to happen is to parents to be mindful of anything can happen on these damn award shows. I mean, literally, we can pull out the list. Like, even the instances that I said, all of these things happened at award shows. Mm-hmm. So p- parents need to police their kids more. Because like Cardi, when she was singing WAP, her daughter, she turned it off soon as her daughter walked in the room. She knew her child couldn't listen to it. So why ain't you governing your child in the same way? Girl, and people got on her about that. Look at her. Embarrassed of her music. Won't even let her daughter listen to it. Look it at her. It ain't no embarrassment. It's a I'm grown. When we was kids, we knew we couldn't go in the kitchen with the adults. Because that wasn't a kid environment. 
So yes. Cardi turned it off because she knew that it wasn't for no child. But she grown, she can do whatever she want to do. Adults grown, they can do whatever they want to do. But at the same time, you have to be mindful of what you what you are exposing your kids to because those are your kids. Exactly. Your and that's kids. just that's just how I feel about that with the whole Lil Nas X thing. Like, yeah. He did it, but like I said, we grown. It ain't phase me none. I was like, okay, whatever. But y'all mad that kids watching it? Well, you need to watch your kids. Why your kids watching the BET Awards? And another thing maybe is because they market this shit as family friendly, and no, it's not. It's not. It never is. The only things that I think are like family friendly are like the TV award shows and like the movie award shows. And even then those can kind of get, I don't, it's more so language than like visual anything. Right. But award shows, you never know what's going to happen. You just, you just don't know. You definitely do not. I mean, I honestly, I really think the whole little Nas X thing, people are just mad that it was a man that he kissed another man. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it had any, not much, not much to do with the fact that, he was gay or anything well yeah the fact that he was gay and that he kissed another man so i don't i I guess we can take the argument people being upset with him but at the end of the day i think we can all agree that you need to be responsible for policing your own children and what's going on in your own home but so long for so long people haven't been responsible for that and and that's why they they try to make that that argument but one one thing about it, the people who were upset about that are the ones, like you said, who are quiet about other stuff. And if you're going to be quiet about Meg twerking, Meg grinding her little poo-poo on Cardi and all this stuff like that, then you're going to have to be quiet about this because we don't want to hear it at this point. I don't want to hear it, period. Right. Like either you're going to have an equal playing field or you got to shut that shit up because now that does sound homophobic now that does sound like you just disagree with two two men doing it you don't want your kids to see it well turn the damn tv off hell look as soon as little Nas x was performing you should have been turning the tv if that's how you felt because you never know what that nigga gonna pull out never know never know <laughs> you just don't know i love little Nas x keep doing him he has a freedom that i just i admire so i seen that um T.S. Madison was like, um, she was like, keep doing your thing, Lenon's ex. For so many years, we've had to watch basically, uh, what she say, Destiny's Child, Grind On, Stage to Cater to Me on Men. They've had to watch the Madonna Kiss and all this other stuff. It's about time that they had to watch something else. <laughs> but in the cra- in this crazy scheme of it, I mean, she right. Mm-hmm. And in that context, like I mean, it's right. Either we gonna, either we gonna let it all hang out, or we gonna shut it all up. Like that's it. Just keep. I, I just all I ask is that you apply the same energy across the board. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing it. So, or maybe it's just the people that I follow or my algorithm, but I ain't seeing it. Uh-huh. Also, I think it's interesting. I didn't see this that they said Queen Latifah came out. Came out of what? <laughs> out the closet. <laughs> um. Okay, let's address this. I am.
So what is interesting about these older women coming out all of a sudden talking about (laughs) day out the closet since we knew already, like we knew, we knew, but people there, there is somebody out there who is going to be like, Oh my God, Queen Latifah is gay. Then they, there's somebody who was not paying attention. Even with this whole DeBrat thing coming out with her girlfriend and Lisa trying to make it a big deal, talking about something you ain't tell me. Girl, you need it. She knew. You, you, y'all know. Stop playing, stop playing with us in this fake outrage as if you don't know. It was some, it was some years ago, but when that, um, it was this black mama, the son like told his mama that he, that he was gay and she was like, Okay, she was like, oh, you out now? She was like, we was waiting on you. <laughs> Man, people be knowing, especially mom. Mamas be knowing. A lot of mamas don't even care. Well, some mamas do care about that. But a lot of mamas don't care. Y'all better come out to these folks if you want to. Exactly. Like, if it's safe. If it's safe. If I didn't even know that. I Like, to the point that I didn't even know she was hiding it. So, when you said that, I was like, come out, come out of where? Like... <laughs> Haven't we seen pictures with you and your wife on vacation? Like, yes, I don't get it, sis. Like, what are we coming out of? Yes. Oh, you wanted to make the official announcement? Okay, yes. got it. I mean, she done had a baby and everything. Like, right? Like, nobody was expecting you to pop up with a man, girl. Me either. I mean, she might. I know. I know. Sexuality is a spectrum. I understand. It's not just black and white. I get it. So, I mean, honestly, like even DeBrett was just like, and I don't believe her, which is trash of me. And she was talking about how that she was, um, that she was more so bi than anything else. Um, that she I been mean, she could have been getting a little dick dick. You don't know. Well, she, haven't you heard? She told us a story of how she used to talk to, you know, um, Kirk Frost, right? Mm-hmm. She used to talk to Kirk. Nuh-uh. Yes, yes. She talks about how he used to spend money on her. He bought her a vehicle. All of this good stuff. I mean, I believe in a point in her life, she was fucking with niggas. I don't think that that's far fetched because I know. Listen, I know girls who walking around here looking like studs and love dick. Like for real, for real. Like they known to be gay, known to be with a girl or whatever, but they do get dick on the side. So it's not far fetched at all. You're right. You know what? I shouldn't say that. I take that back. If the if the Brett said that she liked men's and women's, she liked men's and women's. Right. And so I mean, it was far fetched to me is the fact that you think we didn't know. Right. That's the far fetched part. Maybe, for me. maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, there is somebody out there who was sitting there shocked that she, um, that she, um, that she likes women. And shocked because of whatever reason. Uh, for whatever reason. You hear me? I ain't thought, I haven't thought that Queen Latifah was gay since she did that scene and set it off. I mean, it was straight. That, she, she did a great job. But it was <laughs> then I knew. I said, oh, this is her for real. Okay. She ain't did nothing like that since, has she? Wait, what's that movie where she showed her breasts, sis? She showed her breasts? Yes, it was something on, I think she showed her breasts. She showed something on HBO. Now I got to look it up. 
Queen. Not Queen. Oh, um, is it Betsy? Betsy. Yes, I actually like that movie. Did she, did she show breasts or was I making that up? I don't remember. I don't remember. She could have because Betsy was nasty, honey. Let me. I got now. I got to look it up. I got to know for sure. You know, watching those old movies, that one, um, the one that just came out with Viola on Netflix. Oh, um, Black Ma- Black Mamie. That's mm-hmm. not it. And 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 it's Ma another Rainey. Ma Rainey. And it's another movie that I'm thinking of, but it shows how those black women was uh uh sleeping with women, mm-hmm. but they was married to men. Girl. I was like, what? y'all was getting down back in the day. That's why when they be talking about um oh back in our day, da 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 nah. Y'all was nasty. Y'all was nasty, but y'all trying to pass judgment upon us. I think it's crazy that um, you know my girl, what's her name, Whoopi Goldberg. She be like Bessie. That's what it was called. She was like people been gay, trans, and what he and she said whatever you you know you land on Mm -hmm. on the spectrum, right? They have been around for years. Of course, women was eating coochie back in the day. Of course. Apparently that was Tanny. But Betsy, she had a girlfriend, a husband, and a boyfriend. Dang. So Betsy just liked it all. Yeah. I was like, oh, she ain't no joke. Betsy liked the dibble and dabble, okay? Mm-hmm. And I she learned, I forgot who the lady she learned from, but she um but that lady was uh bisexual too. She had a husband on the road and had her husband and girlfriend on the road together. Oh, the husband knew. Yes. So also, and that was another thing is that the husbands, the husbands knew. So the crazy ain't ain't shit changed. I think it's just become more public now. That's just that's just all it is, and maybe that's what they mad at. Like they they like nobody knew our business. We kept it under wraps, whatever, whatever. And the closest people to them know, and now. If you running around doing that, everybody know. I guess that's what they mad at. I don't know. But honey, yes, they was back in the day getting it. But you know, it seems, it honestly, if like, it seems exhausting to try to hide who you truly are to make other people happy. And folks is like, I don't want to live like that no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, I don't know. When I think about it like, but then again, I had like, I can't think of being married to a man and the whole time I want to be with a woman and staying with a man because I was told this was the right thing to do, but it don't feel right. And I don't feel anything for him. It just, I don't know. Maybe they want, you know, even talking to gay guys, I've learned that some of them, don't want to stay gay forever because they want a family like they want to have kids that is so they want to be they they want to eventually be with a woman to have kids to have that that family structure and women too like i know a a girl right now a stud right now who's pregnant who was liking girls and she came out she literally said her exact quote was don't nobody want to be gay forever what that's what she said and she and she with a man now she happy but she still dressed like a stud but she pregnant and she happy and yeah so that's why i mean it happens all the time that's something like people can flip flop all the time 
because I've seen it. Like, and and some with some men, they may like, they may enjoy sex with men, but they also are attracted to women. So they can ultimately see themselves marrying a woman just to have a family, even though they like having sex with men. Like, I mean, listen, people can do like, you know, my motto, as long as they're two grown consenting adults. Do also, I do want to just go back, and that's not even on the on the docket. But I do want to go back to like I don't know about a gay man wanting that. You can have kids. You don't need a woman. Per, well, you do need a woman per se to carry mm-hmm. your child if you're trying to have a baby or right. the egg because men don't produce eggs. But like gay men have children all the time. Hell, my professor in college had a husband and a whole daughter out here. Yeah, I'm speaking like more like the traditional sense but yeah you know now that you can you know gay couples they can have a baby that's not far-fetched at all Mm -mm. um but i guess like i don't know i guess people in some way still desire that traditional thing okay i don't know why because i don't even desire that traditional thing but i guess some people like I don't know. Maybe it's like a guild or want to make, eventually make their people happy or whatever. I don't know. Like you said, I can't imagine wanting to be with somebody and I'm over here with somebody else just because that's what the world wants. Yeah, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. I just, I don't know. And I don't want anybody else to feel that they should have to do that too. Living your life to make other people happy is no way to live. Right. So, I don't... I don't know about all that, but kudos to Queen Latifah. Kudos to her and the brat who just recently came out, even though we already know. <laughs> and we was already cool with it. Like to the fact <laughs> that <laughs> like to the fact that we thought it was already out. <laughs> I honestly I really thought it was out with the brat. And I remember she was on her um talking to, um because you know she on the Ricky Smiley Morning show. Right. And she was talking about it. And I heard a little bit and she was just like, I guess this is me coming out, but I've always been this way. And I was just like, come out of what? Right, girl, you always been this way and we always knew. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I've always, I never want to assume that anybody is one way or the other. But in this sense, with both of them, especially with, we've seen pictures of Queen Latifah. <laughs> right. I can't believe that she thought we didn't know. Like, girl, we saw you on vacation. But she we never saw y'all all like that. But I guess you could argue that y'all was friends. I don't know. They could. Girls kiss their friends all the time, right? Yeah. I guess. I, guess. I ain't never kissed none of my friends. Me either. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Lenazek, shout out to you. As Diddy said, keep, keep doing your thing. Oh, dirty. Black capitalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, going to our stay woke section, and I just have a question up in here today because I've been hearing all this critical race theory stuff out of nowhere. This is how you know I don't be paying attention. Out of nowhere, this whole critical race theory things come up. You got white people protesting, black people protesting. What the hell is going on? So, KK, mm-hmm. give us a deep dive real quick. I can't get too deep. I'm going to give you very surface. Very surface. Um, and You have to give the point about black people not wanting critical race theory, do- theory taught. 
because I hadn't heard that side of it. I've heard or seen mostly white people be very vocal about it. Um, vocal on, yes, I want my child to learn this, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. No, I do not want my child to learn this, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. With the argument being that if my child is taught this, then they're going to be taught to hate themselves. Um, and they shouldn't, children shouldn't hate themselves or something that happened way before their time is basically the argument for people who don't want their child to be taught critical race theory. But these parents are also the ones who um, probably still have grandparents and um, who are still calling people niggas. So that's that's that on that. Um, but basically, if we can give a proper definition of what critical race theory is, um, I'll break it. I'll just give a Google, a basic Google definition of critical race theory. And basically, critical race theory is an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to critically examine U.S. law as it intersects with issues of race in the U.S. and to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. CRT examines social, cultural, and legal issues as they relate to race and racism in the United States. And more recently, um, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia, because you can say whatever it is that you want, um, racism is global. Mm -hmm. But that's basically what that theory is. Um, and how young, do you know how young they're trying to teach this? Uh, I don't know. Remember that little girl, that was that little white girl that was saying that she didn't want to yes. learn about critical race theory? Mm -hmm. um, I thought she was... She I thought she was talking about Black Lives Matter. There was a Black Lives what? Matter poster in the hallway or something. Was like that? that? Oh, okay, okay. Never mind then. Maybe that's it. But um, I don't know. I think little kids that are talking about they don't want to learn critical race theory to me sound like mouthpieces for their parents. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. So what I heard um some black people people, I'm trying not to sound so country all the time. <clears throat> I know, but. It's funny. I heard myself one day and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know I was that country. But what I've heard black people say is um, that they don't, they don't want critical race theory being taught because it's only going to teach black kids about um, basically them being slaves and it put, could potentially teach them basically that they're nothing, that they came from nothing, basically. And that's why. So I guess it's all about how far they're going into this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I just don't. Honestly, I don't want. I don't know if I would want it taught in school, not because it's a bad thing, but it's because they're going to spin the narrative on it however the fucking way they want to. What are they doing that now? exactly that's all education is now so it's just like more lies on top of lies that that kids got to reprogram themselves after that's over to figure out that what they say really won't even the fucking truth i mean i can't tell you how many like reels or tiktoks mostly on tiktoks that i see these white children who go to college and get some type of history lesson like a legit history class right and they're just like what the fuck did i learn and basically, like, all the education and history and stuff that they've gotten through elementary school and high school, middle school, high school is inaccurate. Or not necessarily inaccurate, but kind of spins it through a lens that make white people not look as bad as what they actually are historically. 
Right. And I don't think, and this is the thing, like, I don't think it's wrong to teach children, white and black, this type of history from the beginning up until now. Like, but that's I mean, what I'm saying. What would what would the beginning be, right? What, what would you think now? Do you think the beginning should start when they were taken? My thing is, to I guess for their argument, the beginning shouldn't start at slavery because then kids just black kids are just going to be like, oh, we were slaves, we were nothing. I do get that, but I don't think. But you I don't. don't but they don't teach. They don't teach white history in that way. But all history that we got were that we're being taught in this American education education system is white history. What I mean, it, it is, is white history. I think the thing is, is that of course, if if we're starting about America and how America started, right? Mm-hmm. For black people, where does that start? Arguably, I know that the 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 the, the answer here would be slavery, but arguably. They said that the Moors were here first, so there there are gonna be some people who's gonna say we didn't start as slaves in this this new world. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of like an argument that they is pushing is like why we can't start at slavery because there was there's more to that story, right? And so that's why I'm like, you, when teaching something like this, do we even have the the right people in place to to do it? Because mm-hmm. I'm not against it. I'm not against white kids learning about how fucked up how fucked up their ancestors are. I'm telling Y'all you, need to know, okay? They do need to know. That's and that's. But I, I don't know. I think you're right in the. I think you're right in the context. But I don't think that if we just if we even if we did talk slavery that's impossible to think that we came that we came from that like i don't know i think it's i don't know our kids are smart i think it's doing them a disservice to not think that they can't think in context depending on whatever their grade level is right right and i don't and i think that to say Yes, are we more than slavery? Yes, we are. But we also have to understand that even though we are not all about slavery, a lot of the issues that Black people are facing are direct, dripping down, dropping down from slavery. We can connect all of that back to slavery. And that is, that's not saying that we aren't more than slavery. We aren't this, that we know that we're more than slavery. We know that. I don't know if we, like you and me specifically know that because of the education that we got from a, like a, a HBCU and not to say that other kids can't learn that too, but we know that we have knowledge itself. So it's just like, I don't know. Yes. I feel like slavery is such a big thing. It's such a big economic thing. Some well, they need to call right now because they think their own, their ancestors own slaves. Right. And I, and really, I mean, I do think that slavery, slavery is very important to be taught because they really need to know how their ancestors did, uh, black people. If you think the shit you learning now is shocking you, like literally chattel slavery, like they treated these people like nothing, nothing. So I don't know. I get it. I, I get both arguments of, of black parents saying like, well, where the hell are we going to start at? Cause I just don't want my child thinking that all we are is slavery. Um, 
But yeah, the, the white parents definitely, their kids definitely need to know. And this whole situation is giving me nice white parents. You're, you're, did you ever uh, listen to that? I did not get to finish that. Girl. I did not get to finish it, that. It is giving, like you said um, before, white people love to claim to be allies until it's time to be a damn ally. When it's then all of a sudden, you don't, you don't want this, you don't want that, like. Y'all want to be allies. Y'all want to know how y'all can help. We tell y'all motherfuckers how y'all can help. And y'all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because it makes them. They don't want to do all that. They don't want to do that because it makes them uncomfortable. It's okay to be like, yes, I agree with Black Lives Matter. No, George Floyd shouldn't be killed. But as taking it a step further and actually doing the work or doing something that makes them uncomfortable, that's where it stops. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, if you want to be a true ally, one, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And be told that, hey, we don't need your voice in this. What you should be doing is centering black voices. Center us. Right. So that we can you know, we can do that. That's what it means to be an ally. Okay? Like you have to, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and do the work. And see a lot of stuff, even with some of these kids, these parents who may not necessarily be racist, they don't want their child to learn critical race theory because it would make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yo, it's not easy that one of the Maybe founders of Thomas, Thomas Jefferson was a rapist. Yeah. Child. <laughs> That's not easy to hear. You don't want to hear that about one of your founding fathers and one of the many people that, sound, that signed the Declaration of Independence. You don't want to hear that he was a rapist. It's easier for you to think that Sally Hemmings wanted to sleep with him. <laughs> that makes you feel better when she's 14 and a slave and technically mm. doesn't really have a choice in that. That's so fucking weird, but uh, pedophilia is. Uh, oh Jesus, that we shouldn't even touch on. Shouldn't Let's touch not. On that. But <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. <clears throat> I definitely get it. Um, but you know, white people gonna white people at the end of the day. But they 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 want to be helpers, but they really don't want to help. They they want to be helpers as long as it's comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that that uncomfort sets in, then it's like, oh no, this is this is too much for me. This isn't right. This isn't blah 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 blah. And I mean, and I mean, like like I said, I don't have issues with white people, but and I hear you know how y'all be talking and how you know. You want to do what's right. You want to be a good person. All that other good stuff. A true to me is telling if you really stand with black folks and you're interested in ending racism is how uncomfortable are you willing to get? Are you willing to go with me, mom, papa when they be saying some racist shit? If you're not willing to rock the boat there at the most basic level with people that you claim to love and love you, then what are we really saying? And, you know, I hope in that um, whole critical races, excuse me, critical race theory. I, don't, I just lost my train of thought. I'm about to say, wait, did we lose you again? No, I, that thought definitely went away. Um, the critical race theory in regards to their, their kids. Their kids? Hmm. This is my thing. If, if I'm with critical race theory, right? But I'm with it if it's going to give my child the real deal, holy feel about what's going on uh-huh. and not what, what I want and not what you think they should know. 
or what's palatable for white children. I don't, that's not, that's not, that's not what I want. Especially, right. I, want, I want it to be appropriate for whatever age level they're at. But if you're in high school and we're talking about Thomas Jefferson, and you know, just be real. Say he had 600 slaves and he raped some folks and he got like six kids with one of his slaves. Say that. And that and that's controversial. So that, that's why. Because they want their heroes to continue to be their heroes. They want their heroes to continue to be heroes. But like, I mean... When folks, that's why when folks like I love America, this and that, I'm just like, sis, your founding fathers is trash. <laughs> they trash. All of all of trash. And that was more so when I was watching um, what is it, High on the Hall? Mm-hmm. And they were talking about um they got to that there was the episode about George Washington and about the man who cooked for them. The, yeah, the chefs and stuff. Uh-huh. And, and how he would leave. So he sent them back to the field. That's yes. How you talking about some? I thought it was crazy talking about if they were in Pennsylvania for more than six months, they were considered free. Mm-hmm. He would send them back to Mount Vernon and then bring them back so their time would start over. What kind of shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's how they are. But uh, what I want to say is I want their kids to learn about everything that they stole from everybody else. Please. Because they, cause these white kids really running around here acting like that their ancestors are the best and greatest inventors and all this stuff like that. And everything, they stole it from somebody. They stole this land from somebody. They stole creations from somebody. They, they just fucking thieves. Mm-hmm. They they violent. They are the creators of violence, and then call everybody else fucking violent. Like, what y'all mad for? That's what I want to ask a white person. Like, what was your people mad at? They can't even tell you. They can't even tell you. I can't, girl. Like, and this is how I. <laughs> I need to get off TikTok for real. But there is this yes. one. There is this indigenous man up there that be getting them folks pissed. He be go. <laughs> I have never in my life seen so many white people get mad when he be like, because he'll be like, hey, colonizer. <laughs> he got merch. He's got hey, colonizer on it. And when I tell you them white folks get mad, <laughs> girl, they get mad. They get mad. I'm like, why y'all getting mad? Like, Yeah. That's literally the history of them. That's what y'all do. Y'all colonized everything. Y'all want to say you want to call, what is it that they want to call it? It makes it sound better. Um, Conqueror or something else. Um, that's so bad. Or some, or they just girl don't call them colonizers. Girl, they want to say it's a racial slur. Okay, colonizer. Exactly. I'm just like that's what y'all do. That is exactly what y'all do. Y'all come over and try to take over some shit and claim that you discovered pe- places that had people there already. <laughs> Columbus. Now that's who they need to start with first. I can't believe. Well, yes, I can. I wonder, like, who is his? Who is his um relatives? Like, do we know who who Columbus relatives are? They still here? Like, I'm sure they are. Did they go back to to Britain? Wherever the hell they was. Oh, and he's like Spanish. Christopher Columbus was Spanish, right? Like from Spain. Now I gotta look it up because I'm not gonna be out here tripping. Google is free. 
What am I looking for? Christopher. I think he was from Spain. Oh, no, no, no. He's Italian. No, 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 wait. He's a, he was born in Italy and died in Spain. So is he Italian? So he ain't. So his people not over here no more. Girl, they might be over back, back overseas. Girl, Christopher Columbus was an Italian explorer. Let's say he was a rapist and pillager who completed four voyages across the Atlantic Ocean. That's what it say? No, that's what I need to I need to change it. This is his oh. Wikipedia. Um, he looked like a rapist too. But yeah, but I mean, is that's and that's the type of stuff that people they that I'm sure is going to be covered in in critical race theory. I don't know. I think that if that is taught at some level, I just think the rose-colored glasses that people have about the U.S. of A, I, I just don't think that'll last. And, and people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is another thing. Is um, I was just listening to clips of an interview that um, The Breakfast Club did with Pete Buttigieg. And basically, Charlamagne was like, why why don't politicians want to say that America is a racist country? And he was saying basically that because it will ruin this pristine image that America is. He was like, I'm, and, and he wouldn't even say, he was like, I mean, it has racist things about it, but if we say it's a racist country, then basically we're saying that the whole country is racist and that's not true. It has racist elements, but the whole country isn't racist. So I was laughing to myself. I'm like, it's basically, you don't want to say it either. Like, say it. Poli- po- yeah, politicians, they know to dance around it. So he, he will admit that, yeah, there, there is some things that we can change, but we don't want to call the whole country racist because it'll give us a bad name. And I'm like, uh, you don't think you already got that? Right. <laughs> well, you know what? We can say, right? This We can say that the USA, as far as like, like opportunities right might be a good place for people who are immigrating from other countries because they they think it's going to be a better life over here right i think you can say that and still be critical of it as well right like you can say that yes the usa might be a better country for people or immigrants to come over and get a better opportunity or have a better life or start over they're seeking asylum or whatever right trying to achieve the american dream but that's another conversation but basically at its basic rawest form we can say that a lot of people come to the u.s for that very reason right because they want better and in some cases some of them might get it but it's also safe to say that the the very foundation of the u.s is built off the backs of black folk absolutely it's that's fair to say because it's true My favorite line in the whole entire world is from Michelle Obama when she was giving the speech at that last convention. And she was basically like, that I wake up in a house that was built by slaves. I don't remember. Well, you know. well she, she didn't say that exactly, but she basically was just like that. I am de- technically in a house that was built by slaves. Mm. The White House that people love so much were built on the backs of slaves. Right. We can, we can say that. The, the 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 very economy that the USA was started off of were slaves. 
that's fair to say. We're not making it up. It's not a yeah. hoax. It's not fake news. People love to say that we're so far removed, dog, and we not. We not. Like we we grew up thinking we were, but we aren't. <laughs> I was telling I was telling somebody the other day. Old ladies still clutch their purses when they in elevators with me. Mm. Me. You know what? If that happens to me, I don't even pay attention because that tells you how much I care about your ass. Like, I wouldn't even know if you're clutching your damn purse when I walk by or whatever. You ain't got nothing I want. Usually, I don't. Exactly. Usually, I don't say anything because I know I can just take a look and just see that my, my one purse costs more than their whole outfit. <laughs> but this one particular day, I saw it and I had to tell that lady. Oh, like, nobody wants your purse. I said my whole. I said my one purse costs more than your whole outfit, sis. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but like it's still like little, like little stuff like that that people think that is it's over and it's not. No, it's definitely, definitely, definitely not over. And we think that just because people are marrying interracially and things like that that we so far removed and hell a lot of these motherfuckers marrying motherfuckers from different races and they don't even like each other look i done say this are there some interracial couples where they truly like love each other for who the person is yes but i also believe that some white men even white women might even be black women and black men too are marrying the other race because it's a fetish Just because you're sleeping with a white man or a white woman don't mean that that person's not racist. It just means they like black peen and black cooch. Exactly. That's all that means? All it means. All it means is they're addicted to that black dick like we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And that's all. I mean, but I could go on and on about this critical race theory thing, but I just kind of feel like I don't, is it going to solve all our problems? No. But if these kids can think deeper than this surface shit that they're getting spoon fed at school, I think we might be better off. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I understand it. Most definitely, I understand. But that's the type of stuff that we're fighting for right now, but which I'd rather do is give us Juneteenth. But anyway. We didn't ask for, you know what? Okay. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go there. We didn't even ask for it. Thanks, but we didn't ask for it. Niggas, uh, Juneteenth, what else you want? But go ahead. We're not that's not on the docket. No. We we'll um revisit that. We'll pencil pencil that. Pencil that in. Um, so that wraps up Stay Woke. Uh going to our discussion. So I think this is a good one. Mm. So we watched a video clip. I think people have seen it because it's on YouTube. Basically about the guy, the girl is complaining about her, her, I think they were just in a relationship. Yeah, they don't have sex with her no more. Um, and basically he just broke down and told her because, I mean, you've gained weight. She like, and he like, I got to pick you up during sex. I can't, <laughs> I mean, and the girl didn't even look like he couldn't pick her up no exactly. more. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she didn't even look that but, <laughs> Right, the girl was not big at all. She probably, we don't know what she liked before. She probably did gain a little weight, but not enough to be hooping and hollering about. Right. But, um, 
So that was the the issue. And the other thing was is that he had got he was smaller. So he wasn't as fit as he was in the beginning of the relationship. Now he's more fit. Now he's even more attractive to her. She's ready to get it on. And he's like, but sis, you not the same. So it just begs the question for me, because I hear this a lot with people going back and forth. Does it matter? Is it a problem that your partner gains weight during the relationship? And will that change how, how you are sexually attracted to them? Mm, no. Okay, tell me, tell me more. Give me more. I need more. I mean, I would say that me and my husband are not the same size that we were when we first got together. Mm-hmm. We have gained weight, both of us. But I still enjoy having sex with my husband. Right. I don't know. Our connection is. I don't know. Like our connection. I don't know. To me, is deeper than just how they how he physically looks. He is sexy to me. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but I. So if yo if yo if your partner got on uh, six hundred pounds, be oh now just, listen here, okay, and you y'all jumped. connection is bigger than that. You, but you jumped, you jumped, <laughs> you jumped, you jumped from like you jumped. Y'all going to see Doctor No now? However, his name is. Oh my god. Six hundred pounds? Six hundred pounds, sis. No, 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 no. No, no. I can't even imagine six hundred pounds. Why? Can't... So no no no. Wait a minute Wait. now. <laughs> you not... said No. You said y'all connection was deeper than that. It is. You it sexually is. attractive to you. Yes. So but now we're gonna tell you I'm it... not attracted. I'm not attracted to men that are 600 pounds. So I can already tell that if my husband ever got that big, that it would be a no for me. But, 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 but I'm not saying I'm leaving him. Oh, so you're going to stick through the 600 pounds. You're going to see Dr. No. Is this not now? You say what? 600 pounds? (laughs) That sounds like like death on two legs. 600 pounds? <laughs> but here's the thing like you let him get 600 pounds because you could have told him he was five hundred. you could have told him he was four like you let him get the six I let him get the six me <laughs> I let him get the six do you think you think your partner leaving you if you get the 600 pounds oh hell yes Okay, so okay, so I we're back. I could, I, they're, they're, I'm just thinking about my little friend. There ain't no way in this world I could carry 200 pounds and live. Like that don't even sound. <laughs> that sounds like death for real to me. It's not funny because people are really 600 pounds, and like that just seems. People are 800 pounds. What? Yeah, girl, you ain't seen oh, that episode, that girl. When the girl stepped on the scale and her brother was like, damn. <laughs> That's not funny. But it was funny. The clip was funny. That's not funny. It's not. Um, yeah. So anyway. So here's my thing, right? <clears throat> I. Okay, two things. I think. Actually, three. I think women have been spoon fed this imaginary love that we apply it to everything that we don't we we don't look at reality because 
the reality of the situation is you married a person, even if y'all have a connection, you still was attracted to them. Mm -hmm. If they got so big to a certain extent, you wouldn't, even if you loved them, you wouldn't be attracted to them anymore. And you wouldn't want to have sex with them. But we have created this society where nobody can tell somebody that. I don't know if that's true. You you don't think we've created this society? I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if, if that's true. Well, which part? About not being able. Um. Okay. I, I'll let you finish your point. To a certain extent, you're right. Um. That maybe sometimes women can't be told certain things, but I also feel like if you have the right partner, your partner will be able to give you this information. Um that you can receive it and also with them giving you this information they'll also try to help you get to where it is that you need to be or where you want to be right um look at the video of that of that woman right mm-hmm. granted she wasn't big but obviously she had gotten bigger she admitted it and he he did too right mm-hmm. but he couldn't even tell her that because she didn't take it well. I think that's something deeper than that. And she even she even said she was the one who said, "Okay, I got a little bigger." You know what I'm saying? So she recognized that she did, but she still wouldn't wouldn't accept that as the reason why he was no longer that was sexually attracted to her. And I just, I mean, when you really. I think that type of stuff does break up relationships and sexuality. And the reason why I said two things is because I have a kind of a distant friend who was actually a male who was big and his wife wasn't sexually attracted to him anymore and was cheating on him and everything because she said, well, I don't want to sleep with you. And her thing was the guy I married was an athlete. He was fit this guy isn't and I don't want this guy because that's not who I married. So either you change that or the marriage is over. Mm. So it even comes from women that they want. And you know who I feel like, you know who you can be that way with and who can't, because some people are in trophy relationships and trophy marriages. Okay. You okay. are, you are arm candy arm candy can't look this way. So I expect you to always keep up in appearance because that's what you are for me. You are an, you are an appearance. Mm-hmm. So you stop doing that. What do I need you for? And that's not to say that that's right. That's just say that that's what people, some relationships and stuff people get into because they're getting into it for what it looks like. But that ain't always going to be the look. That's true. That's why you see so many times men have been with women 20, 30 years and the wife has had all the kids. She don't look the same way that she used to and what they, they'll divorce and so they can get a new mo- like a new, a, a shiny new model mm-hmm. who is looks the way that they, you know, you look and will look the way that you want them to look. They're young, they're fit and all that good stuff. Um, I don't, I will say that video that we watched. I I don't know for some reason I feel like there's something deeper going on. I think yeah. her head, she thought that maybe she had gained a little weight and that maybe that's why. 
And maybe she was asking him about it before they got on that show. And he was just like, oh, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then they get on the show and he's just like, well, let's talk about it then. <laughs> um, so I don't know. At first when I was watching that, I was just like, look at him. She's not even that big talking about she gained some weight. Sis, you can do better. But thinking about what you said is just like, you know what? If you want to stay with this person, you want this person to, you know, be committed or long-term with this person. And they, they're, you know, they've kind of let themselves go or kind of like that. And you let them know, and you know, and they, they, they try to change it or they do whatever they can to change it. And they're doing better. And then y'all are in a better place. But I don't know. It's always like, do you want your love or, you know, you're, the reason why you're with a person is conditional on how they look. That's what right. it seemed like to me when he made the comments about, you know, how men aren't, you know, aren't asking for a lot, but asking you to lose some weight or do this and do that. But it's just like, so is your love that you have for me conditional based on what it is that I can provide and what I look like? Right. It's not because um, I'm great with the kids or I cook well or, um, I, I, you know, I cater to you. I take care of you. I make sure everything is done for you. It's not those things. If you find value in those things, but more so in how I look. And to me, that's problematic. Because right, I, I, don't, I don't like that. No, I agree with that. But you, but you remember how we were talking about um, men, or was it us? It, I think it was us. That was like, um, it could be the finest man, and and he be with like a woman that you like. Where where that come from? Yes. Um, and I think those are the, the kind of relationships where there there was quality in it versus. Mm-hmm they went after looks, but there are situations where a man or woman want to be with somebody because what they look like, who they are. And if you lose that, that person is no longer sexually attracted to you. But even more, when we talk about size, we're talking about health, stamina, things like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a personal situation where I didn't want to fuck with a dude no more because, um, his stamina went down when he started getting bigger. What you want me to do with that? Uh... <laughs> did you say something to him? Yes. And what did, what was his response? So basically, um, he first, he was like working out and stuff like that. And I mean, everything was getting like better. Like, um, sex was better like i don't know for some reason i think when dudes work out they dicks get bigger i don't know i've had that in a couple situations i'd be like is it that it got bigger or is it they have less they have less body mass around it could be bigger could be or whatever um but so then all of a sudden he just fell off and like stopped doing it and it affected like I could tell the difference, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want that. This obviously this affects you. You notices you notice that this affects you. So what do you want me to do? Mm. So can that be added to this? That that may even be a reason. Like not even that I'm not sexually attracted to you, but maybe the sex isn't as good anymore. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I don't know. I think, I guess, even though it, comes, it makes people uncomfortable, I think the weight conversation is something that can be had. If you know, if you're feeling some type of way about something, but, 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 but you can say that you want a person to lose weight. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. But until that person is ready to get there mentally, it don't matter. Uh It don't, it just, it don't matter. And will the relationship suffer in the meantime? I guess. But if the person don't want to lose weight and they're only doing it because you You want want them to do it. Exactly. That's a great point. Like, because it ain't gonna work that way. It ain't. It no don't matter what. Way. Yeah, they gotta want it. So you can have a conversation about it, and um, you can have a conversation about it, and you can put it all out there on the table. I want you to lose this weight, and this, that, and the third. You can do all of that, but um, mentally, if that person ain't there to do it, then I don't know what to tell you. I guess y'all gonna have to move on to other people. But yeah, it's a girl. It's, I mean, technically, if she wants to stay with that one man, then maybe she she might need to lose the pounds. But I know plenty of men that would take her up. I do too. Off of, like that's why I was like, maybe that wasn't a good example because I just kept looking at her and I was just like, well, if she's too big for you, I know somebody who would snatch her up. When I originally saw it, I said the same thing too. I just wanted the the context about the weight thing, but in their situation, I literally looked at her. And I was like, "Well, how big could she have been? That's I mean, how I small mean. could she have been? Because she ain't bit mo nothing sitting right here in front of us. Mm-mm. So how how much smaller? Like, what, how much are we we talking about here? So I don't, mm, mm, I was like, well. But I, I do think that society places this thing on women where you don't have to have no kind of upkeep. You don't have to have no certain type of attitude. You don't have to carry yourself in any type of way. A man should just love you for you. And that shit ain't reality. Well, we got to love men for them. Do we? Well, I mean, Everybody got a type. Everybody do have a type. But also, it's, but I think it's also stressed on the woman. You stand by that man. True. When he's going through tough times, you right there with him. You stand by him. He gained a little bit of weight. He lost his job. He beat you. Well, I hope not. But but I mean, but those but that's that's I don't know. I think that's the family reunion. The family Medea's family reunion when she was telling her mama that that he beat her and she said what you gonna do? Of course you gonna marry him. You just got to have to stop making him angry. I was like, oh, sis. Right. Sis, I'm not gonna be with I don't know. Having a piece of a man that beats you is not enough. You have whole men out here who don't put their hands on you. Who love you. All that good stuff. You can have that. You don't necessarily have to to put up with that if you don't want to. Right. And you know, the reason why I bring up how they look. So apparently some pictures surfaced of like a girl in the airport. She had on like real, real, real short shorts. I saw that. With the bonnet. I saw that. And um, they were talking about, uh, of course, about black women coming out that way or whatever. And it, one thing that a point that they made 
was they never been rejected or they never lost anything from doing that. So they don't have a reason not to. So basically they were saying how women brag about, oh, I, it don't matter. I can pull a man in my sweats. I can go out looking like anything. A nigga still going to holler at me, whatever, whatever. And basically they were saying when there's no consequence behind this, that stuff, they don't have a reason to straighten up and fly right. But, and that's kind of like what that, that went into is like men to sleep with anything. They'll be with anything. And it's time for men to have standards. And basically the women will clean themselves up. Is that what that is? Mm, that's what they said. Um, okay. I'll, uh, I'll say this. Um, that I have gone to the grocery store in sweats. And somebody has still tried to holler. Like, not even like, not even on some tacky stuff. Like a t-shirt and some sweats and some sneakers. Men gonna holler. They, I mean, they just are. And I'm not even saying that I can't clean up, but I don't know. Like, and I've even some men have hollered at me with audacity. <laughs> they look their very worst. And still have the confidence to come and say something to me and try to talk to me. But it's work. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but so so really think about, let's say men did change their standards, right? Men refused to holler at, holler at women who didn't look their, not their best, but they didn't look decent, right? Do you think that women would go out looking better if basically men the men that men that they wanted demanded it but well, not really demanded it but they didn't they didn't go for it. like you knew that in order for a certain type of man to look at you or to be with a certain type of man you had to look a certain type um would do you think that it would change no okay i don't i don't think so men like what they like I could go to the store if I wasn't married, dressed to the nines, um, dressed very nice, right? And the finest dude that I find attractive would still not approach me because I don't look like what he's attracted to. It don't, like, it don't matter. And the finest dude, the finest dude that I think is fine like he he would more than likely go holler at a girl that he thought was if he saw her face and thought that she was attractive and saw that her clothes were she was wearing sweats or pajama bottoms or whatever i bet he would still holler you know it's crazy because it does seem like when you aren't trying to impress anybody is when you impress the people most girl I, i don't like i don't get that like i literally had that this weekend where I was hanging out like we usually hang out in the same spot and this spot like I don't do nothing nothing because I mean it's our spot like we just go there and chill and I found out that for the past couple weekends this one guy was feeling the hell out of me and I was like I'd be coming up in here looking like I just got off work or like hair in the hair tied in the ponytail t-shirt jeans whatever just chilling like why <laughs> what was you paying attention to 
<laughs> but it, see, that's the thing. But if I go somewhere else and get dolled up, you wouldn't even see me. Mm-mm. But maybe because all the women in there dolled up. That's I don't know. Why women, if you want to get dolled up, get dolled up for yourself and not for the attraction of some man. Because you might, at the end of the day, you might be heartbroken. Right. You did all of this, all of this, and ain't nobody still trying to talk to you. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Men should get some standards. Women should. Oh, girl. Yeah, that's that's that was their argument that if women lost out on the men that they wanted, then they would change the way they came out and dressed and all that stuff like that. I guess I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But, um, but I do want to say that the dude that um, was my, well, not moderating, but talking about that video that you seen, I don't know, he got on my nerves a little bit. Why did you hate him? Why did he get on I don't on know. I, like I said, I can't tell if it was on my period or if he was just annoying. <laughs> I don't know. He was basically like, this is what men have to go through with women. Yeah, he did say that. I'm just like, boy. But I will say, he gives it to both sides. Um, and like, I, I guess like he like help women. Uh, he like helps women go through trauma they've experienced with like their parents or something. Like he helps them get through it. Mm-hmm. And like counsels them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or I think, I think his whole specialty is mama issues. Cause not too long ago, he had a live with a guy who was talking about like the 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 bad mama issues that he had and like how he got over them and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of women who said that he helped them, but I'm like, okay. I, I'm real. I don't know if it's because I don't know what it is, but I'm just really skeptical of men giving women advice on relationships. It's two Derek Jackson, Kevin Samuels to me, but I can't. I can't say anything to him because I don't know what his style is or who he, how he be talking about, so I can't even put that on him. But it just so, reeks of... So look, a point, another point that they made is there was like, women are always always getting mad at people giving them advice. They was like, uh, Monique can't give you, Monique can't tell you to take off your bonnet and dress like, um, dress good in, in, in um, public. Kevin Samuels can't tell you nothing. They said, hell, who can tell you something? They said, who you going to listen to? You won't listen to a woman. You won't listen to a man. Who the fuck you going to listen to? Jesus. <laughs> That's where my advice comes from. I, people get on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people just love appealing. Like, I don't know. These men, they know their audiences. I'll say that. Because there's a lot of men who who's into that rhetoric. Yeah, and I think I think that we are at a point where a lot of women want to be desired or they desire to be wanted so bad that they're just looking for advice from anybody. Like they they're just like what it, what am I doing wrong? Just tell me so I can fix it, so I can get the dream, so I can get the husband, so I can get the kids, so I can get the house cuz I'm tired of being by myself. I'm tired of seeing my my friends get married and be happy. I want that. I want that so bad that I'm willing to listen to anybody. I'm willing even to try anything. Being degraded or saying that you're fat? Even if, even if that's that. 
I mean, even if it's that, they listen, I'm trying to tell you, they want that. They want that quote unquote fairy tale. These grown ass women who know that this shit really don't exist are still chasing a fairy tale. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's wrong to wish for happily ever after, right? Or not happily ever after, but wishing to spend your life with somebody. I don't think that's too much to ask. If that's what you're interested in. I would never presume that somebody who is not interested in that would want that. But like if a woman truly desires, that's what she wants, right? Um. And she's doing everything that she feels like is right um, to get to whatever. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I can see them. I don't want to say desperate, but desperate to get to find out whatever it is that they're doing wrong. And see somebody like Kevin Samuels will prey on somebody like that. Yeah, that's most of his audience. That's females. Well, not the male, but the women who listen to Kevin, Kevin Samuels. Yeah, they want they they dying for somebody to tell them how to fix themselves, how to get a man. Like my first thing, what if nothing's wrong with you? The first thing a man asks you when you're dating is, "Why you single? Why you single, sir?" Right, but if you come back with that, if you on a date. And he asks, oh, so why are you single? And you go, well, why are you single? He automatically is going to see you as combative, as argumentative. Because in his mind, what he asked, there's nothing wrong with the question that he asked you. So he automatically is going to say, oh, you one of them. This this why you single. But what is one of them? Like, is having an opinion combative? Yes. Uh-uh. Having an opinion is combat because all that man wants you to do in that situation is answer the question, and he's basing how he's going to treat you the rest of the night off that answer. That's trash. It is. But if you dare challenge that, you're the problem. You're the combative one. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't know. That's why I don't know if I'm, I'm that's why I'm glad I'm married because I don't know if I would be equipped. I think I would just be single. Tend to deal with foolishness. And here I am. I just, I don't know. I do not know. I can see, I can see why some people just choose to remain single. I can see it. With stuff like this going around and around in circles. Yeah. So, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody who was talking about that taking a girl out on a date was simping. Who was I talking to about that? <laughs> what? Spending they money said simping. that, or they were yes. saying that somebody said that. Somebody like some some kid said that. I can't even remember who I was talking to, but um. They were talking, and basically, the kid was just like, they were spending money with simping. Why are they with simping or something? Like spending unnecessary money with simping. That's why it's so hard now, though. 
Like, let me tell you, <laughs> the sweeties, the city girls, the men, they done made it harder. They done made it so hard for regular girls <laughs> who just want nice dinners and stuff. Can't even get that because all dudes are afraid that to be in the trick. Oh, she ain't about to trick on me. She ain't about to trick on me. I heard a dude make an argument. And I was like, I I don't know if you was there, but I remember when Cheryl said that this was back when she was dating. She was like, dudes want to do stuff like take you for coffee and things like that. And that's not no real date. Um, all this stuff like that. And it was a guy who said, I'd rather take you for coffee because that lets me know if I want to, if I actually want to spend the money on you. But see, see, this is the thing, right? Call me old fashioned. Okay. But it seems like that before you actually got to like an actual date date, there was a lot of talking that went on beforehand. Right. Right. So it was just like, it seems like to me, maybe he was just kind of go back to this old school notion. And I am not the one for like old school like ideologies and stuff and being stuck in the past. I feel like I'm very progressive thinking, but in terms of dating, I think it's okay to be old fashioned with just talking, getting to know somebody. If the conversation is good, I mean, you can ask them out, but I really feel like in this talk in the conversation, the text or the phone calls, if they're asking for money immediately or asking for you to take them somewhere nice immediately, then okay. Maybe you can say they all about money. Mm hmm. But like, also, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it spending money on like, a, like, on an ex- expensive first date if you have it. But I mean, they they do because they they look at it like, well, if I take you for coffee, I spent six dollars. If I don't like you, then so what? I spent six dollars. Versus, I don't want to take you out to Ruth Chris and spend all this money to find out that I really don't like you. Is what the guy was saying, like basically verbatim, like so. Like guys, like huh? Go no, no, go ahead. No, like just guys that are dating now, they they are rather test the pool before they just jump out there because of this whole simping and tricking idea that guys are more afraid of being used now. Even if their intentions are good, they're afraid that yours are bad. Hmm. Well, see, this is my thing. So, like, so how does dating work now? You meet at the food court at, I don't know, Auntie Anne's, and you're trying to get, like, a pretzel or something, and you see somebody that you're attracted to and you talk to her, and then when you're at Auntie Anne's, are you asking her immediately if she wants to go to Ruth Chris? I'm confused. I guess they plan the second second out and then. Because, I don't know, like I said, I'm old. Uh, Um... And hold on, Okay, what was I saying? I'm sorry. Watch out. 
Um, oh, oh yeah. So back in the day, when I was, you know, dating, like we talked, mm-hmm. we exchanged numbers, and we talked. Right. And if if he wanted to see me again, then he asked me out on a date, and right. we went to wherever. There was no notion of. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's be. still guys who who do that. I'm sure um, they are out there. It's just like um, a good majority of guys now. It seems like they try to take you to somewhere. The very first time they try to take you somewhere, that either they don't have to spend no money at all, or they're spending very little money. So I don't even like coffee. So where are we going? Like anywhere, like uh, pick picnic like or a walk or something like that like a a a mutual space who the hell was i talking to about this damn it i forgot who but we were talking about like different spots that doesn't require spending any money Mm -hmm. that's just like a scenery a scenery place where people can get to know each other and things like that and basically you're not spending no money right So, I don't know. Don't take my word. I don't know. I, I haven't been out here in these streets since 2013. So, I don't know. Look at you. I am an old maid. So, I don't know. But I tell you one thing, though. It's hard out here. So, let's let's take it back, though. Let's go back to the topic at hand. And the topic at hand is, um, would you stop having sexual sex with your spouse if they gain weight. I think we both answered that question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If they gain a little weight, I don't, probably wouldn't. But 600 pounds, child, no man. If you they gain weight, weight, no. But if they if that weight affected their ability, then yes. Yes. The answer is just yes. So, I mean, it's it's two sides of the coin. I guess you can't give no straight up answer to that. Mm-mm. I will say this though. Um, to that young lady who was in that video, sis, if you don't want to lose weight, don't. <laughs> then just go to the next. Right. Cause she not be. She not. But also, but you know what? Also, from his perspective, if he was chubby going into the relationship and he has lost weight and has adopted a new lifestyle. Um, and he loves her and he just wants her to adopt to that mm-hmm. then maybe he should leave too and get somebody who's more online or on par with his lifestyle that he's trying to live exactly because homegirl maybe is not there well at least it, it don't sound like she there and if she loses weight for you and not for herself it's never going to work so uh, uh, that's my two cents on it well that was good that was a good little deep dive into that I'm just saying if you if your partner gets 600 pounds and just go to just go to Texas daughter no gonna get y'all right what man they be yeah what's his name I need to look him up it's doctor no doctor now something like that let me look it up 600 pound life in in a month you can you can easily lose 25 30 pounds I still don't know where he got them people on with that, but okay. now. 
It's not. I don't know, man. When you this big, it's more than just what you eat. It is more than what you eat. I don't watch this show. I'm wondering if anybody has lost the weight. Her life has kept it off. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll say this, though. I ain't never seen none of them folks on this show without a spouse or partner. Listen, eat that cake. Mm. So, um, on another note, did you see that Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown is the next versus on Thursday. I don't want to see no net Keith Sweat <laughs> and Bobby Brown. Does Bobby Brown even have 20 songs? We about to find out. Not counting however many he has with New Edition because I imagine that's the bulk. Shit, he might. He I might mean, I can think of three Bobby, song, Bobby Brown songs off the top of my head. My it's prerogative, maybe time. more. My prerogative. Um, maybe it's not supposed to be long. My prerogative, Roni. Um, and one other song from the soundtrack. My, what's the song? My own belongs to. She's my only girl. She's my and only, Roni. only girl. Is it? I think it's Roni. Every little step I take. Okay, that's four. Every little step I take. Um, I can uh, name way more than that. Don't, uh, don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. Okay. How many That's is time. that? Okay. But where the where is the rest of the fifteen? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We are That's how the verse was twenty songs, and they go tick for tick. Maybe they're gonna cut it down to ten. I mean, Keith Sweat got. I mean, I think it should be, I think it may be equal in the fact that we don't know how many songs each of them, one of them got. Because we probably can name just five of Keith Sweat songs too. At least I was too young to know all his songs. I mean, but then you got, but then. I don't really know, uh, really like two of his songs and that's Twisted and Nobody. You, but you know Twisted, you know Nobody, um. Something, 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 something just ain't right. That one. <laughs> that one. What's that one? I don't know. I'll give all my love to you. Make it last forever. How does that one go? I'll give all my love to you. I'll give all my love. Oh, that is him. Oh, yes. And then make it last forever. That is my favorite ghetto, fabulous Hood Rich wedding song. What? Make it last forever. Yes, but I want the, the one with the chick. Let me tell you how much I love you. Let me tell you, baby. baby. Okay, so you yes. put these, these five songs that we done, we done said together. Who win? I mean, I think Keith Sweat got them. However, however, if we add in the songs that they had with their groups, Keith Sweat was in a group too? It was an LSG. Oh, yeah. But I only remember one song from LSG, and that was Bobby. Okay, so then that means that Bobby gonna win. But then, okay, I think Keith Sweat is he's cool on his own. I can't, I don't know. Bobby Brown got maybe five, and like the rest is probably gonna come from New Edition. But does that count? 
body. I I the, only, the only body song I like is with ain't that with Missy Elliott? Missy Elliott, you all over my body. See, we can do that. We can do that. Which you on the remix? Remix. Wait a minute. Hold your horses. Now I gotta look it up because I don't even know what you're referring to. Where is my Googles? Why I done download? I did not mean to download it. Hey, where is it? Let me see. LSG and Missy. You wallow, girl. I know that was a song. I did. I didn't just invent that. All the times it's got Missy Elliott, Faith Evans, and Coco. No. Okay. No. Um. My body all over your body, baby. Right, and Missy is in Missy. Is she in there? Now I gotta listen to Make It Last. That's my jam. Mm. I make it all right. No one but you, baby. Why is this not coming up? Body Bobby all right. You said Bobby Brown? No, I said. Oh. See, here we go. Okay. Um, who told? I did not tell you to put it on YouTube. <laughs> Google said, but you did, sis. This she said, skip to thirty seconds. Okay. I can tell you my favorite Bobby Brown feature. Which one? It's with um Jalou. See you here, hold on. See, we can do that. Two bodies. So they got what? Two songs? Say what? So that's two songs? That's LSG song. That's LSG song. I don't remember the Missy Elliott remake. You don't? No. That was the best version. I don't remember that. Now I gotta look it up. Is, was there a video for it? Mm, no, this is just a mm-mm. My goodness. This is my shit. I mean, I want people want Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige. But yeah, I heard that one was fake though. And which, I would love to see that one. I like them both. But I don't think. I think, but they both. I mean, I think they could do it. I think you think Mary. I think uh, Mary would wash her. Right. But I just think it would be a good a, a good time for music. We would just be listening to some good music. But if we if it's gonna be a true battle, then Mary would beat her. Mm-hmm. Mary would beat. But her. I love some Tony. My mama loved some Tony, honey. Lord, did she had a cut like Tony? You know, she was in hair school. My mama did have a short haircut. <laughs> she did have a short haircut. Let me find out. She was trying to be Tony. I'm about to tell her. Like, oh, so when you was cutting your hair back in the day, you thought you was Tony Brass, huh? Ooh. I you I want to see pictures with you on Finkaway. away. That's what I want. <laughs> you will I know they out there. <laughs> I know they out there. <laughs> you will never oh, let me think. No, no. Mm-mm. Come on, man. Cut it out. If somebody got a picture of me and finger waves, it's unheard of. They is harboring that picture. <sighs> I need to see. I need to see. 
she did it. I know she did. Yeah, she did it. Oh my god, I'm so bad. I'm so glad that my mama didn't go to hair school and she just went to um she just took sewing classes at LCC. Because <laughs> if she did hair, I would be rocking finger waves and the French bun with the pearls on the hairpins too. Oh my mama was never good at the French bun. Girl. So she she would try to do me a little bunny with look right. I remember um she did me some curls. I don't know what kind of freaking curls these was. But we had choir. Um, we had to go sing somewhere. You know, when you and kids, you be in the community choir. So we would we had to go sing, I think at the Civic Center or whatever. And this dude told me that I look like Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you know what? Somebody else, I got called Oprah Winfrey too. Oh. I got called it for a different reason. You got called because of your hair. I went to the beach. Right, I was at the beach with my friend Ashley and her and her brother's friends or something. And, you know, we were just chilling on the beach, whatever. And this is when you know I had this hat, this sun hat that I thought was so cute, right? And I had my sunglasses on. I'm at the beach. It's hot. I'm thinking I'm so cute. And then her brother friend come to me like, "Who are you supposed to be, Oprah Winfrey?" <laughs> and I died right there on the beach because I was just trying to be cool, not old. You know what? My I had to be all of twelve or something, ten to twelve, and my mama gave me that old woman hairdo. And then, and you know, that's when back when Oprah had the big, the big hair. And I was like, she had no business, and she thought she did that thing too. Girl, she did. She can tell. Did that thing on that little girl head, right? Your head, and she's sixteen. I, I hated it. I was like, oh, I hated it. Worse than the finger waves. <laughs> Bri, you gonna have to give me. You gonna have to. You gonna have to find a picture. I need to see. I it. don't have one. I think you were telling a story. I honestly don't have. I don't have a lot of pictures, and I think that was in the fourth grade. Because I remember, I think I told you my um teacher gave me most interesting hairstyles. You know how they give you the little no ma'am, no ma'am, <laughs> no ma'am. No, what is it, the superlatives or whatever? Yes. At the end of the year, that's what that's what she gave me. The one that had the most interesting hairstyles. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that was so bad. The things we don't know. Let me tell you something. You know, my baby graduated from kindergarten, and he got a his superlative about. What something about you know always having a howling good time in the classroom or something? Mm-hmm. I really thought it was shade. I'm gonna tell you what I thought it was shade because she made mention to how loud he is. Oh yeah, definitely. She was just like you know that he's he's kind of loud. I said, well, sweetheart, he got it on us. His mama, I mean, his mama can be loud, and his grandparents definitely are. So, I mean, I talked to him about you know using his inside voice, but that baby is just loud, and it is what it is. I really thought she was trying to shave my baby. Yeah, she probably was. Ooh, she was trying to play me. Well, that's all I have. Did you want to wrap up with some self-care? Yeah, take your PTO days. That's my self-care. Take your PTO days. Okay. Mine is... 
laugh. Man, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of shit that's funny. Tell it. You are not lying. You're not telling the story there, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I feel you. But other than that, how the hell did that? Other than that, that's all I have, guys. Thank you for tuning in to a BGPOV. That's right. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, we did, I know before, I don't know if we've ever made mention to it. Usually our episodes aired on Mondays. And we would do it over the weekend sometime and air them on Mondays. But we have changed that and we are trying to make sure that all the episodes um, going forward are posted at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on Wednesdays. So if you were looking for it on Mondays and you haven't been able to find it, then we have switched to Wednesdays now. So we will be doing it on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, you can hopefully get a weekly podcast about all types of things. So you can find us Apple, um, the Apple Podcast app. You can find us there. Spotify. Um, I believe we are on Stitcher and some other platforms. So wherever you go, listen to your podcast. Check us out. We're probably going to be up there. And that's all I got. All right. All right. Thanks, you guys. See you next time. Peace. Bye.